Hey guys, welcome in. My name is Ezekiel Kajer Kai. I'm an entertainer here in San Diego, and this is the Kajer Express. Each episode, I'll bring in somebody from my community that I'd like you to know. We'll get to know them, play some games, and have a good time. The music you are hearing is from today's guest, the artist known as Room 208, but more commonly known to me as Robert Glatzel, my longtime childhood friend. Rob is a musician and DJ from the Bay Area. In today's episode, Robert and I will talk about his new music and some of our favorite childhood memories. He'll take a shot in the Cager games, playing a round of speedrun, learning about his favorite show, and of course, a round of Cager trivia. At the end of the episode, Robert will tell us about his top five musical influences for his upcoming album. Without any further wait, let's get into the episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. Robert, welcome in. It's so good to have you. Hey, thank you for having me. To be on this and excellent talking to you. Excellent, man. Excellent. Let's get into it. We'll talk a little bit about what you're doing these days. Later in the show, we'll play some games and test your trivia skills. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk about the top five albums that influence some of your upcoming music. So I'm excited to hear about that. Let's start with us, man. Uh, tell the crowd a little bit how you know me. Yeah, this this goes back. This is like our friendship is like probably one of my oldest friendships. Um, I met Kylan through his brother Kean because we were in the same in the same grade together, and I think I became friends with him in like second or third grade. And I would just come over to the house a bunch and um, play video games, mainly Super Smash, because I didn't own a. I didn't own a system growing up. All I had was a memory card. <laughs> and I would like come over and like play these games that I didn't have access to. And like, yeah, it was just like, we, we just vibed on video games. And then I, I don't know, I feel like I was there like through the majority of the time I lived in San Diego. Absolutely. And you know, I'll attest to that. You know, my brother being a few years younger than me, uh, as life has gone on, we've both gotten older. We became better and better friends. Recently, over the last two years, you know, I went and visited him up in the Bay Area, and we we hung out. It was a good time, good to reconnect. But I think from the early get-go, both you and I have been creators, you know, from the rough times where we would make home videos to now, you more so than me. Uh, you're deep in the music game. Tell, uh, tell the crowd a little bit about what you're doing with music. Yeah, so... Um... I guess just like a little backstory, like I, I didn't realize, like, I, I mean, to touch on what you said, like, yeah, we, we started making out goofy videos, like music videos and like weird skits, like when we were younger. And that was like my first like venture into film. When I went to college, I went to school for filmmaking. I kind of got turned off by the program I was attending because I had to do a bunch of like theoretical writing about film. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make film, you know, so I was just like, I was like struggling through the coursework and trying to figure out what to do. And in that time, like I had the time to write music and I was like, this is something I've been thinking about wanting to do. And so I'm just going to start doing it like while I'm writing these papers and stuff like that. And then I started DJing and then film kind of just like fell to the side. And I was like, you know what, I can, I can make this music just sitting in front of my computer and like I can play songs for people and they like them. So I'm just going to keep doing this. So fast forward to now I've been working on my first like solo album as this alias called room 208. 
and it's in a, it's ex like an experimental bass heavy and ambient journey that kind of plays out the way like Blade Runner would play out as a film. It's like set in a dystopian world and each song is connected by like ambient noises and like atmospheric things like footsteps and like cars passing and like doors opening and stuff like that. And then there's a story on top of the album. So each song has two to three sentences that describes what's happening. So I'm really excited. I've been working on this for like three years, not like all the time, but a lot of like when I have time to work on music, I would work on this album and try to perfect it. Excellent. Excellent. And do we have an anticipation date of when this will be complete? So I'm talking to a label right now that's willing and interested in putting it out on cassette tape, which is the format that I'm anticipating it to be put out on. And the, I've designed the artwork for cassette tapes. Okay. But because of the current, you know, the, the virus situation right now, they're located in Chile. So their mail system is currently like shut down. I'm trying to decide if I should go with them and have to wait for the album release or find something in the States that could do it quicker. I'm excited. People are excited about it right now. So, Absolutely. It sounds awesome. And me, myself, being in the escape room world, we are creating different scenarios, different adventures for people. And I think one of the must-haves in escape room is music that can tell a story on its own. And from your description, that sounds exactly what you're trying to do with your upcoming album. I'm excited to hear it when it drops. Right on. So starting with uh, Room 208, for those of you that don't know you, you have many names. You have many names. I know you as Robert. I've nicknamed you as Roy from the Smash Brothers video game. That was the character you used to play with all the time, any of you Smash heads out there. But you've had some other names across the time span. Let's talk a little bit about these names. I've known you as Rob's Party. I've known you as Raspberry Rob. I've even known you as Baby Love. How did these names come about? <laughs> yeah, so starting with Roy, as you said, yeah, that came from Super Smash. I think that was my first, my first nickname, so to say, so to speak. Let's see what came next. I think Raspberry Rob came next, and that was kind of just like... I think we, me and my friends were hanging out and we're just like picking fruits and just putting them in front of our names for some reason. I, I don't know why that was like <laughs> one of those high school things that you do, you know? Do you even like raspberries? I think they're cool, but they like, they get stuck in my teeth, you know? So <laughs> I guess it sounded cooler than like radish rob or something. So of course. Yeah. And then baby love, baby love was like the, the name that I went under when I was DJing, like when I first started and I like kind of picked up some traction and that's like, that's a weird one because it really just happened because we were, we were in the parking lot of a hotel after a festival, after like partying all weekend. And I don't, I don't usually smoke and I don't do well with like marijuana. Mm -hmm. um, and for some reason, like that day I was just like, that's fine. Like, let's do this. And this guy was walking his little like pit bull and I thought it was the funniest looking thing I'd ever seen. And I was like, what's your dog's name? And he's like, oh, it's baby love. And I like, <laughs> lost my mind over it. And for some reason it just like stuck with me from there. And people were just like, oh, that's baby love. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's an awesome story. That's yeah. like a legend now. I mean, if I'm being honest, like I threw up the entire eight hour car ride home 
Oh, no. <laughs> LA, and I think that kind of helped um, <laughs> cement the name. <laughs> yeah, that's memorable uh, for sure. Yeah, let's see. Then there's Rob's Party, right. which kind of came about because I was, after DJing for a while, I remember playing a show somewhere and I was like throwing down like some pretty heavy, like kind of aggressive music. And, and some guy came up to me like super stoked. I was like, dude, this is so sick. What's your name? And I was like, oh, I go by Baby Love. And he just like looked so of like what, like how to process like what he was hearing and this like soft, like lovey sounding name. And I was like, this doesn't really reflect what I'm doing. So I changed it to Rob's Party because I think the thinking was like, if somebody's going to say, oh, where are you going? Like, who are you going to go see? Oh, I'm going to Rob's Party. And every time I'm DJing, it's my party. So right. <laughs> I was like, that's a cool little name. Yeah, it's fitting. It's fitting. Okay. Now, I've, I've thought you were still Rob's party. So Room 208, I think I might have seen that on one of your recent posts. But let's explain that because that's where you are now. Yeah, so Rob's party is kind of like, it's my Instagram handle right now. But I'm kind of like trying to, I'm, I feel like I'm slowly moving away from house music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably keep the Rob's party name for like if I just want to DJ or play any kind of genre like the I mean the reason for all the different aliases is because like room 208 is trying to build a world and create characters and really cement a sound so that like when you hear if I'm gonna play like you know that that's what you're gonna hear Rob's party can be whatever like if I want to have fun and party like that's a cool name to go by And then another one, which I'll get into after this, which I'm like kind of messing around with is called Earhart, which is a different spelling of my middle name. But uh, yeah, so Room 208 is, as I was saying, that's the one that I'm going to release the album under. And it's um, the name comes from the Wind Up Bird Chronicles by Murakami. Um, He's my favorite author. And it's a location in the book where the main character kind of has to go to confront something that's like happening in the story. I don't want to say too much about it if anyone's going to read it, but um, it's kind of like this location that he keeps returning to and he has to get through the door to resolve this conflict or like take steps to resolve it. And, and all of this kind of takes place in like this dream state or dream world, like parallel universe. And that's kind of, that kind of really sticks with me for this story that I'm building because it's sci-fi, it's it's in a different land, but the human elements kind of run throughout any story. Yeah, that's Room 208, and I'm really excited about that one right now. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you're a multi-talented person, and you have a name for all your different talents. That's pretty cool. I'm a fan. So in just a moment here, we'll get into to some of our games. But one more thing I wanted to ask you, do you have any funny stories you'd like to share about you and I, maybe in our creation days, we, we used to spend days over the summer just making videos, coming over in the morning and then finishing up the videos at night. And yeah. if you if you peruse the YouTube world, we won't necessarily tell you where to look, but <laughs> it may find some interesting videos from us. Yeah, God, I the one thing that's the one that comes to mind is do you remember when we remember Monsters, Inc.? Yes, of course. Remember um, the the lizard bad guy named Randall? Yes. So we like, I don't even know how this came about, but like 
one night, I, I must have been in like fourth grade or, or something. Like it was a long time ago. Like we turned off all the lights in your house and played this game called Randall where like your brother Kean had to like, it was kind of like tag, but in the dark. <laughs> yeah, if, if I remember it was in the complete dark and we would basically walk around the house in p- almost pitch black darkness trying n- not to find whoever the Randall was. Right. And the Randall would try to jump out and scare us or something <laughs> like that. So, uh, I mean, apologies to the character Randall. We put a, a huge negative uh, stigma on you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. And then, um, man, uh, another one that like sticks out is like, you used to have that trampoline and I just remember making like, I think it must have been one of our first videos of like, you and I were jumping on the trampoline, like going up to a mountain where like the evil layer was or something like that. Okay. Okay. It's the, it's the and then like we get to the, the door and you touch the door handle and like your clothes like start disappearing. <laughs> I totally remember this. And then we get in the door eventually and then like, your brother Keen is just like sitting there and he's like, I just remember the line he says, he says, can't you see this gasp on my face? But like, he says gasp with a lisp and it's like, yeah. So this is when we were, we were probably what, like middle school, high school, somewhere in between there. I mean, we're about, we're about four years apart and we're, we're videoing with just an old school camera with very minimal editing skills so the challenge we faced at the door was that the door was cursed. And every time we touched it, a piece of clothing came off. So we did this horrible splice editing where we would try to freeze frame touching the door, then remove a piece of clothing and then refilm. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really high quality work. But that's awesome, man. That's a, those are some good memories. It, it definitely takes me back. I'm glad we're both producing things with a little more quality these days. (laughs) So uh, we're going to head into our gaming section of the podcast. I'm going to run you through three different games, some that you had a part in creating. You gave me some topics earlier of your interests. Now, you will gather points along the way, but this is just for fun. So however many points you get, no worries. There is no prize. There is no shame. The first game we're going to play is a new game. It's called Speed Run. Essentially, I'm going to give you five prompts and you are going to have about 30 seconds to give me an answer within those five prompts. Now, the only caveat is all of your answers must start with the letter D. How many guesses do I have? As many guesses as you'd like. Remember, you only have to get one in each category, but until the time runs out. So your time will begin after I read the first prompt. Remember, all your answers must start with the letter D. First category is things you can find in a park. Um, Dirt. A country. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, Hmm. Would you like to skip? Yeah, skip. Okay, a bad habit. Uh, drinking. Video game character. Um, Donkey Kong. And a famous person named David. David Beckham. Nice. Nice. You got four out of the five. I'll let you think back on it. Can you think of a country 
that starts with the letter D? Uh, Denmark. There you go, Denmark. Not bad, man. That was right around 30 seconds. That was the first time playing the game on this show. You did great, man. Now, this game is a very customized game for you, Rob. <laughs> uh, you even suggested this. So I want to give you the credit. So this is how this game is going down. Robert says he is a big South Park fan. So what I've done is I've scavenged some South Park episodes, maybe even some episodes that I really enjoy. I'm going to try to read to him the script of the first couple lines of dialogue. And then he is going to try to tell me the title of the episode or, if anything, what the episode is about. Sound good? Episode quiz number one starts with, Stan, dude, I wonder where Kyle is. Cartman, maybe he caught a disease and died. That'd be so awesome. Stan says, hey, that's not funny. You shouldn't joke about that. Kenny squeaks. Cartman, who's joking? Kyle comes in the room. You guys, you guys, I have awesome news. Cartman says, you have AIDS? Kyle says, no. This Saturday for my birthday. Oh, uh, it's Casa Bonita. That is correct. Excellent job. Episode is Casa Bonita, episode 11 of season seven. Well done, man. That's impressive. Okay. It's, 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 it's weird hearing someone else do the voices, but yeah. Okay. Let's, let's keep it doing. Let's okay. It. Legit, legit. So next one starts with Stan. Okay, here he comes. Kyle says, who wants to tell him? Cartman says, I'll do it. Butters comes in the room. Hey, fellas, I'm glad you called me there. There was a pie-eating contest down at the firehouse, and I thought we should all go. Cartman says, Butters, could I take you to the side, please? Um, let's see. So uh, it's the episode where they're auditioning for a new friend, and they don't want Butters to be their friend anymore. That is correct. Uh, what's it called? Can I guess the season? I think it's season five. You're very close. It's season six, episode six. Your synopsis of the episode is 100% correct. They are auditioning for a new friend. This title surrounds around Butter's alter ego. Oh, uh, Professor Chaos? Professor Chaos. Nice job. That's amazing, man. You knew exactly what was going on in the episode. Next one. This is a little bit of a long one, so bear with me. Oh, and I'll set the scene. They're coming out of the, the store right now. Kyle says, oh, dude, check it out. I got a Jake Plummer. Cartman, oh, man, I got a crappy AJ Feely again. Kyle, how come you didn't buy any cards, Stan? Stan, I can't spend any money. I'm saving up for that bike I want. Cartman. It's the Chip Pokemon episode. That is incorrect. It's Would you not- like me to keep going? Damn, seriously? Yeah, keep going? Okay, so... Cartman laughs. <laughs> Saving money. Duh. Kyle, so what should we do now that it's Saturday? We have to have as much fun as possible. Cartman says, hey, I know. Let's go play laser tag. Stan says, no, I don't want to spend any money, you guys. Let's do something that's fun, that's free. Cartman says, Stan, don't you know the first law of physics? Anything that's fun costs at least $8. Wow, yeah, I should have listened more. Chin Pokemon was a bad guess. Um, having a hard time with this one. Although, would you like oh, to take? Oh, 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 it's oh. it's um, it's the Scientology episode. That is correct. That is correct. In fact, the next scene, a group of people at a table say, "Would you like to do something fun and free?" Right. 
and their advertising Scientology. The episode is named Trapped in the Closet. Ah, yeah. Damn. This is round four of South Park game. Your favorite TV show. Would you say this is your favorite TV show or one of them? I would definitely say it's one of them. Um, I've, I've watched it and fallen asleep to it. I, I don't even know how many times. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It's, a, it's a funny show for sure. Okay. This one, I'm going to read to you a monologue. I'm not even going to tell you who it's by because I might give it away. Okay. Okay. The city isn't what it used to be. It all happened so fast. Everything went to crap. It's like everyone's sense of morals just disappeared. Bad economy made things worse. The jobs started drying up. Then the stores had to shut down. Then a black man was elected president. He was supposed to change things. He didn't. As more and more people turn to crime and violence, the town becomes gripped in fear. Dark times. The city needs protection. There is an animal that lives by night, searches the trash cans and cleans out the garbage. To clean out the trash can of society, I've chosen to become more than a man. I'm the hero the town needs. I am... The coon. The coon is correct. That might have been an easy one. I just really wanted to read that monologue, man. Yeah, that's a that's a good episode. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. And the final question of this round okay. is not dialogue, but these are some specific characters from this episode. Maybe you can tell me what episode is from. I have a feeling you know the answer. What episode has Furry Cat, Donkeytron, Penguin, Shoe? Mm. Lamtron, Roostor, Choo Choo, and Nezumi. The Chin Pokemon episode. Yes, you almost knew. You answered this a little bit earlier. It was kind of funny to me. Chin Pokemon, the Pokemon <laughs> spoof episode. Well done, man. I think you went almost five for five there in that round. You really do like that show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving me that idea. That was fun. <laughs> no problem. Okay. It's a fun game for me to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the next round of gaming is the trivia game. Now, every contestant on the podcast plays a trivia game. It's going to consist of random trivia questions. You can gather a various amount of points on each question. Some are random trivia made from me. Some are based upon your likes. So question one of the trivia round is in the... DJing music production world. I'm going to give you a definition and you have to tell me the term. Okay. What is the term used for scratching with the crossfader reversed? (laughs) With the crossfader reversed? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I I don't, I'm not the type of person to scratch. I've never like read into that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I had to deep dive for this one. Uh, The answer is... The hamster switch. Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. Nice. I thought it was an interesting term. That's okay. All right. On to question two. A little bit more of South Park for you. Mm. I want you to tell me what are the last names of these characters? Kenny. McCormick. How about Stan? Marsh. And Kyle. Broflowski. Three for three, man. An epic South Park fan. All right, you also told me earlier that you enjoy working with Ableton Music Production Program. Can you tell me specifically what version of Ableton is currently out right now? 10.1.9? 
That is correct. Well done, man. 10.1.9. Well, well done. You're a true professional. Another one of your areas of interest is craft beer. I've created a list of beer names. Some are real, some are fake. Okay. You simply have to say real or fake. If you're correct, you get a point. The first one is called Geriatric Hipster Club. Real. It's from a brewery <laughs> called Brewery, spelled B-R-U-E-R-Y. Next, state of opposition. Uh, false, not real. That is false. I just made that one up. <laughs> Next, stupid, sexy Flanders. That's real. That is real. It's by a brewery called Sun King. Next, Optimus Prime. I'm going to say real. That is real. Ruckus Brewery. And finally, The Cat Barber. Mm, that, I don't even know. False? Not real? That is false. I made that one up. Nice job, man. <laughs> My first spot. I have not had any of those beers. <laughs> Neither have I. I just looked for some, some weird names. But apparently you can name a beer almost anything. Last question of the trivia round. We connected on video games early on. And as our video game love expanded, we were introduced to Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm, yeah. Besides Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, can you name up to five other Kingdom Hearts titles. Let's see. There's Birth by Sleep. Correct. Um, Recoded. Correct. Uh, Chain of Memories. Correct. 358 divided by two days. Correct. One more. Oh, let's see. Uh, Dream, Dream Drop Distance, or I think that's what it's called. Excellent. Five for five. Well done, man. You know your stuff. I love Kingdom Hearts. I would, I would buy the system that the new game was coming on just for the game. Nice, nice. I like the DS, like the 3DS and all of that. Have you played the third one? I did. Did you play I, it? I did, I did. I haven't played the DLC, yeah, but I did play the third one, the original third one all the way through. So good game, good game. Man, you did excellent in the trivia round. Even in the whole gaming round, you scored a lot of points. I'll get your total once this is all recapped. But well done, man. I'm proud. I'm proud that went well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so to conclude the show, we're going to talk about that album from Room 208, your vivid imagery album telling this story. You said it's been a process, working almost about three years in the process. Yeah. Um, so. that. You're going to tell us the top five albums and a little bit about them and how they influenced you to make this project. Yeah. Um, so I, I think also, I don't, I'm not sure, like I'll, I'll send you the links to the albums if, if anybody's interested. Maybe you could post them somewhere. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so the first one is this album called 2814 by the the group name is 2814 as well. Okay. And they're a duo who I are also included on this list, but um, they created this like super dark and spacey 
and like very droney and hypnotic sound with like tracks that like range from eight minutes to like 24 minutes. And they kind of just hook you and kind of make you float and forget that you're listening to a song because the progression is relatively slow and it's haunting, but it's just, I hadn't heard anything do that before. And in such like a, in such a tone and and atmosphere and maintain that atmosphere throughout the album. So that was a, that one is a huge influence. If you're going to listen to anything on the list, I would listen to, to 2814. Awesome. 2814. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll post a, a link or I'll definitely include it in the description of the, the five that you're going to tell us now. So what about uh, coming in next? So next is um, Frozen Throne by Ground is Lava. And that album is really cool because Ground is Lava's favorite book is this book called Neuromancer, which is a cyberpunk novel from I, I think either the somewhere in the 80s or maybe early 90s I can't remember when it was written but Ground is Lava like loved this book so he wrote an album highly inspired by the characters and the events and the, the world that was built and the album kind of plays out in that order as well and I just thought it was really cool to see someone love another piece of work so much that it like spawns this really cool album that doesn't really sound like anything that he did before. Mm-hmm. And I just found that really inspirational. And I, I kind of wanted to, to do the same thing and like tell a story from front to back in this also kind of cyberpunky world that I like really enjoy writing in. So yeah, that's, that's frozen throne. Okay. And then the next track, the next album is HK by HKE. And HKE is actually one half of 2814. And HKE is like, he, this guy's a, like a mad scientist genius. He has, he has like, I think over 30 different aliases and they all kind of sound different. And he has at least like one to two albums on each alias. And he's just like this guy who doesn't sleep and is kind of a not like, He's kind of an asshole and a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> okay. But, like, his music is just, it's so inspirational to me. And this, this one's very atmospheric. It's kind of along the lines of 2814, but there's like some really weird warped sounds that just keep evolving. It's like the first track makes me think of what, like if you could visualize the internet and you start at one point and go to another, that visualization is the first like, the first track makes me think of what that would look like. Interesting. And it's a trip. It's it's so trippy what he does. And the rest of the album is just, it's also really great. Yeah. Well, it uh, sounds like you took a little bit of inspiration just in the, the fact that you don't have 30 different aliases, but you have a few. Yeah. But uh, I can assure those that are listening that, that Robert is a good guy. He's, he didn't take the, the asshole inspiration that yeah. you may have described there. So way to pick and choose how you want to be inspired. <laughs> yeah um let's see and then the fourth album is called love and sorrow and it's by hke and telepath and telepath is the other half of 2814 so this is like they this is a joint album where they each did three songs and it's also very like ambient and 
HKE is doing his thing where it's kind of, he's warping the sounds, but Telepath has just this very simple melodies that just progress very slowly. But the way he does it is super haunting and really pretty. And it, they go on for like 14 minutes. This album like kind of helped me realize that I can write something that has like aggressive, like techno influences and stuff like that, but then also shift into prettier sounds that are interesting and, and slow to evolve. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to all be one, amb- like all ambient or all techno, for example. It can be a mix of things and still be in the same world. And then the last one is Untrue by Burial, which is a classic album. Burial made the album in, I think, two weeks on a sound editing software that's not made for writing music. And it's like this super inspirational album in the world of electronic music. And he sam- he's, he's like a big Metal Gear Solid fan. So he sampled a bunch of Metal Gear Solid sounds for this album. There's a lot in this album that I'm like really drawn to, but kind of just the, the fact that he was able to do something and that sounds kind of low quality, but is so inspirational kind of helped me realize like, I don't have to perfect everything when it's ready. It's, it's, it's ready. So those are my top five albums for this, this project. That's cool, man. I mean, it, I don't necessarily listen to that type of music, but it's, it's something that you got me interested in from the storytelling to your, your little descriptions of how you're influenced. I'm proud of you, man. And I'm excited for that to come out uh, soon. And if you guys are interested in any of Robert's music, you can find him on Instagram at Rob's underscore party. That's R-O-B-S underscore party. And one more question before we end the show, I saw you were doing some uh, live stream DJing over this quarantine. Do you plan on doing any of those, any more of those? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, I mean, this probably won't reach your viewers in time or listeners in time, but I'm playing tonight. Um, and then I'm also playing tomorrow morning and tonight I'm actually going to do a all vinyl and cassette tape set. Okay. Um, which is, I'm just going to be playing influences for, for this album actually. Um, and then tomorrow I'm going to do like a, a morning chill coffee set with like jazz and um, chill electronic music that I like listening to. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll put out a little note on my Instagram, even though this episode won't be out by then, but yeah. would love to allow people to listen to some of your stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll right. definitely keep playing too. So um, yeah, I just, I guess if you're interested, follow me and I, I, I post about it on Instagram. So cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that concludes our show. Thank you so much for coming in. And it's, it's always good to talk to you again. You've been one of my longest friends in my life. And once this is all said and done, I hope to come back up and visit one day. Definitely, dude. It's it's good to see you and, and, and talk to you and, and, and hear that you're doing well. And... and that's that. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Cager Express. If you're interested in listening to any of Rob's music or updates on the album release from Room 208, follow Rob on Instagram at robs underscore party. The Cager Express is also on Instagram. We would love it if you followed us as well, at the Cager Express. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave us a review. 
hit subscribe on your favorite platform and look forward to new episodes airing every Thursday for season one. But until then, stay smart, stay fun, and stay safe.